1: Well, you may have seen this story. Two women accused of cultural appropriation shut down their burrito shop in Portland, Oregon. It was called Cook's Burritos, and it was after a story ran on May 16th where the women explained that they took a trip to Mexico in December and they were inspired by the women there making the tortillas. They tried to get recipes, they asked questions, they watched the women as they were making their Mexican dishes, and then they came back and they started up their own. Well, when the story ran, they got so much negative attention. There was such a backlash, they've now shut down their business. And the backlash is basically people accusing them of stealing the recipes and cultural appropriation. Well, it leads to the question of, doesn't this happen all the time? And what's different about this story? Well, joining me on the line to talk a bit more about this is Ian Tostenson. He is the He's with the, sorry, president of the BC Restaurant and Food Association. Ian, so great to have you with us this morning. Hey, good morning, uh, What's your reaction to this story?
0: Um, I mean, like, I think you just said it. This is what happens all the time. Like, um, you know, whether you're a music producer or you're a food producer or a chef, you get your inspiration from travel and cookbooks and other restaurants that you've been in. So I took that story and I flipped it through, you know, several chefs in Vancouver, and they sort of shook their head and said, you know we get ideas but you know it's it's virtually impossible to take you know something from uh say Mexico and duplicate it here and the point is if if it was something that was so authentic you'd want to give that attribution and say you know what we got this recipe from Jill in Mexico and we think this is cool and then people your customers would say oh that's nice but generally speaking they take an idea and they make it their own and there's so many variables that you know come into play what well, you know cost and and uh, the price in the menu and maybe they want to change some flavors on it so I didn't get the point of that whole story
1: um, Because it's like saying in some of the comments were, does that mean every sushi restaurant in Vancouver that's not owned by somebody who's of Japanese descent is cultural appropriation
0: Well right, so you know me Mama's, um, um, uh food truck in Vancouver that does um, uh, what do they do? They do um, Mamas Help me on this one, Joel. Is
1: it the grilled cheese?
0: Grilled cheese. I mean, what attribution is that? Is that from their mother or is that from a cookbook? So the whole thing is kind of silly. I think, you know, I think that um, if you look at the trends in ramen in the city, there's so many different types of ramen. But the one thing that they do will say is this is based on authentic recipes from Japan. So people do give attribution and they do give information. But you know, the poke. uh, trend out of Hawaii right now, how would you possibly nail that? Like, everybody's trying to do that. Everybody's doing it, as a matter of fact. But, you know, where where did it originate? Where did that concept originate from? So I think that I don't understand it. I mean, it must be something going on. I think it was out of Portland, that story, right? <laughs> yes. must be going on something down there that I've never heard of before because it's really strange that they would actually, you know, someone said, the chef said, there must be more to the story that these people went out of business to have that kind of reaction from people.
1: It does seem like like that, for sure. Have you ever heard of, of a chef taking someone to task for stealing a recipe?
0: No, you hear sometimes trademark infringement. You'll hear someone say, hey, we have the secret sauce for our you know, wet recipes and, or for our burgers, and people go, yeah, right. So when people do that, it's blatant copying, and, uh, and they'll get outed quite quickly from a legal point of view, but certainly not from a, a, a consumer point of view when your producer sent that to me. <laughs> uh,
1: because it really uh, flies in the face of the whole, um, what is it, the, the best form of flattery is is copying somebody.
0: Yeah, it is. But, you know, if, if you look at a, a life of a chef, um, you know, they're under so many constraints in terms of, you know, they've got to find an appropriate dish from a cost point of view and a flavor point of view and who their customers are. So, you know, even though that you and I went to Mexico and we saw the perfect, you know, taco recipe, it doesn't mean that it's going to work here. So, they, they'll generally move it around, will change it depending on the seasonality of what's available in terms of, you know, vegetables or, you know, the food uh, the food source. A lot of things change, so I think it's, I, I don't know, like I said, it's a, of all the questions I've been asked over the years, this is the weirdest one, it really is.
1: <laughs> well, my hope is, I, mean, I think you're right, I think there is more to the story, but I would hope that people aren't afraid to open up food trucks or if they're looking at inspiration to open up a different kind of food offering.
0: Well, like I said, I think if you're really proud about where you get your inspiration from, you know, if you think of music and music styles, I mean, who was the, you know, if, 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 a, if, a, if a group comes together and they have a, a horn section they're supposed to say, well, our inspiration was what? I mean, blood, sweat, and tears, or how far back does it go? So they just, you move with it. But I think, you know, if something truly inspires a chef, they will say, you know, it was truly inspired. I met so-and-so, and we did this together. And they'll give attribution on their menu because that's something that their guests would probably want. But to hide it, it doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Well, Ian, thanks for coming on uh, and talking to the chefs uh, and bringing your perspective on this. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jill. We'll have to leave it there, but thank you so much. Okay, take care. Have a good day. You too. Bye. That is uh, Ian Tostenson. He's the president of the BC Restaurant and Food Association. Would love to hear your take on this as well.
0: Vancouver's News. Vancouver's Talk.